Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So we got a new face and a new place in the NFL. What is it going to look like? We will discuss coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. It's Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. LeVar Arrington will be back on the show with us coming up tomorrow. Uh, You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on FSR. Fired up, BQ. Fired up, huh? Little hour two of the program. Woo! All right. Are you optimistic about the Denver Broncos' chances this upcoming season? How optimistic are you? I am very optimistic. Okay. Um, As I've said before, that's the, the one key missing ingredient to this team since Peyton left. And if you look at really over the tenure of Vic Fangio, and it, and look, don't run away from me saying this. You were rooting for Vic Fangio. He yes. was a former D.C. in Chicago. Yep. You like him. I like him. I used to do a, a show where I had a weekly interview with him. And it, honestly, like I, I did it for two years. It was really difficult 
to have those conversations when he and I kind of both knew what the issue was. It wasn't defensive in nature. It was the fact that offensively they could just never really find that heightened ability of play consistently that they needed in order to be able to win, especially against the Chiefs. But now when you look at the Chargers and the Raiders, it's just a tough division. And if you don't have a quarterback to compete with that, it's going to be an uphill battle. So, yeah, I'm optimistic because they've got that quarterback now in Russell Wilson. They've got the weapons for him to throw to, the O-line, everything else. But that doesn't mean everyone is. You know, I think there's some people out there, maybe a little, I don't know if they're doubting him or pessimistic or maybe there's some bad blood. I don't know what to call Yeah, him. maybe they don't like him. Uh, K.J. Ooh. Wright, a uh, former teammate of uh, Russell Wilson, obviously, in Seattle, uh, he uh, he had uh, his thoughts on the situation there in Denver. Uh, now that Russ is with the Broncos, uh, here was his former teammate. I have Raiders, then I have the Chargers at number two. I got the Chiefs, which finished in third. It's going to be a tight race all the way to week you know, 15, 16, 17, but I do believe that the Raiders are going to pull it out. You just look at what they did this offseason. I believe if you go team by team, they had the best They had the best offseason moves with um, bringing in Josh McDaniels, adding Devontae Adams. You get Chandler Jones. You get some of the best offensive and defensive weapons in the NFL. And so I believe they're going to be they're going to be front runners to, to win this division. Huh. You got to look at outside of the quarterbacks. What's on the other side of the ball? What's on defense? And um, I just look at the defenses, and I just believe that the Broncos, they have some pieces, but I, I don't know if it's going to be enough to slow down these weapons in, in this division. And so it's going to be tight, but only three are going to make it. So there it is. Uh, that was uh, KJ Wright talking with USA Today. Where, where did KJ Wright play last year? Uh, did, was it Las Vegas? Yeah, it was yeah. Las Vegas. The greatness of the Raiders. Interesting. Uh-huh. Huh. And so he maybe a little them. bias there. Yeah, actually, right. now maybe a little bias. Is he still with uh, with the Raiders? Uh, KJ Wright. So. Okay, I was just looking at this. Um, so I would, I would, I mean, look, if KJ Wright wants to uh, step up to uh, old uh, two pro sportsbook here and place a wager, uh, the Raiders right now, according to our friends at DraftKings, plus six fifty to win the AFC West. So that's, that's a, a uh, that's a nice little payout there. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't see if if we all acknowledge that Denver has got talent to your point, and there's been one thing missing. The idea that that this would be a step back or that that Denver, I know the competition there is is I, I get it. The division stacked. I understand all that, but I just think Russell Wilson there. I, I not that it's going to be a seamless transition. I don't see the downside of it. I'm sorry. And if you're asking me who I trust next year more going into the year, Russell Wilson on a new team with these Denver Broncos or Derek Carr with uh, the Raiders coming back uh, this upcoming season for some talent added around him, I'll still take Russ all day. I'm sorry. I, I think Derek Carr, as as much as I like him, is the fourth best quarterback in that division. And I think the Raiders are going to finish last because of it. I think the transition for both players is going to be different, too. You know, I played in Josh McDaniel's system, and it's a lot more on the quarterback. And I'm not saying that he didn't have some of those same responsibilities in previous offenses, but the verbiage is very different. Everything about what he's going to be asked to do in this offense versus what he was asked to do in more of a West Coast system, especially um, the system that he ran under Gruden, who obviously was, was there, and then once he left, it was still – the same system. You know, Nathaniel Hackett comes from that West Coast tree. That's basically all Russell Wilson ran with the exception of last year when Shane Waldron came in. So just from a verbiage, learning the offense standpoint and all that, 
it's going to be very, very different. Now, the hurdle is learning the players that he's playing with. Their, their non-verbal communication, the way they come in and out of cuts, um, you know, what they like, what they don't like, that chemistry. That's what he has to learn as a quarterback, even more so than the offense, because a lot of the West Coast terminology that Nathaniel Hackett's bring, it's going to be the same. Whereas Derek Carr has been in Las Vegas, it's all about the offense and then how he gets everyone else on the same page with them when they're doing it. So, it, look, each has, you know, to transition a bit, but I honestly feel like the Chiefs are going to just continue on being what they've been. <laughs> you know, we, we, we made a big deal about Tyreek Hill moving on, and, and, I, and I think I'm, I made it more of a bigger deal for Tyreek Hill than Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Because as, as you and I talked about, if, if, if Kansas City doesn't make the playoffs – Maybe some people will point to Tyreek Hill, but in large part, it's going to be because of Patrick Mahomes' play. It won't be because of Tyreek Hill. If, if Miami makes the playoffs or not, is it going to be about Tyreek Hill or Tua? It's going to be about Tua. Yeah. Like it's always going to end up being about the quarterback when it's all said and done. So, look, clearly the Chiefs were like, hey, we feel like we can replace Tyreek Hill with Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Sky Moore in the draft and these other pieces, and we're going to be just fine. Like, we're, we're going to be able to figure this thing out, and we'll be just fine. And, and I think they will be. The Chargers are the one that everyone's projecting to take that big leap. And I think if you look at their roster, if they stay healthy, they could probably be that team similar to Cincinnati if you're looking for, like, a team that hasn't really reached that peak to take that jump. I think it's maybe the Chargers. And then you've got the Raiders and the Broncos. And I just have a hard time believing that Russell Wilson, who just came from an NFC West division, that's arguably, arguably been one of the more competitive since you know, he's gotten to the NFL, is going to walk in this division and go, how is this any different from what I was you know, playing in? Different conference, but how is this any different? Yeah. I mean, think about the, the time span that he had, those great matchups versus the San Francisco 49ers early on when he first got drafted to Seattle. Think about what it's been the most recently – between them and the Cardinals and obviously the L.A. Rams who are the defending Super Bowl champs uh, and San Francisco still when healthy. I mean, that division has been as every bit as competitive as the AFC West is going to be, so he's not going to bat an eye to that. I, I like the additions that the Raiders have made. I just think it's there's a lot more to come together, Roberto. I'm sorry to, to say this. Well, look, there's, a, there's a lot more to come together in order for it to work. Than, than for everyone else we're talking about. And look, this is bad timing, man, because if you're a Raider fan, absolutely be excited because the roster's fun. Josh McDaniels is a fun addition. Like, uh, you know, uh, obviously Devontae Adams going there. Like, they're a good team. It's just terrible timing because it's in the Patrick Mahomes era, the Justin Herbert era, and now the Russell Wilson era in your same division. Yeah, the Chargers win every year, yeah. It's a pain in the ass. And listen, I mean, uh, the Chargers, uh, look, it was just yesterday. How many Super Bowls they went with Dan Fowles? And listen, it was just yesterday okay. they were in Can the we Super Bowl with Stan Humphreys. I don't know yeah, what to tell yeah. you. Uh, How many games did the Raiders win last year? Uh, yeah. Hey, the see this, Roberto? Yeah. Would you rather have Justin Herbert or Derek Carr? Be honest. Uh, Derek Carr. No, you that's, would that's, not. That's you are a lying. You know what? Last year you said you'd rather have Matt Ryan than Derek Carr, and and now you've walked that back, and now you're the biggest Derek Carr fan. Let me tell you something. I know exactly how this is going to go. Berto has a place he goes to locally to watch Raider games. He's going to be there. He's going to be drinking 805 beer. He's going to be two pitchers in, and Derek Carr is going to throw a, a costly interception, or he's going to throw a ball into the ground because he's scared to throw a pick, and 
Berto's going to rip him to pieces on Twitter right afterwards. And you know that's what you're going to do, Berto. All right. Let's just go through, Berto, their first five games. Okay? (laughs) At Los Angeles playing the Chargers. Win or loss? Oh, that's a win. It's a home game for the Raiders. (laughs) It's a home game. Uh, A home game. They're taking on Arizona in their house. Raiders win that game. Okay, 2-0. They go to Tennessee to take on the Titans. I'll give that one to Tennessee. <laughs> okay. 2-1. Uh, and one. Then they take on the Denver Broncos at home. Oh, we're winning that one. I listen to the donkeys at home. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then they go to Kansas City before they're by. I'll give that one to the – oh, I can't say that. The word I wanted to say. Uh, out of the, out of the- <laughs> so 3-2. Three, so 3-2, three and, two. Three and two, which is yeah. not unrealistic. Not, I mean, oh, you're not a man. delusional Raiders fan at this point. I'm not going to go through the rest of the, the schedule. I was just curious to see what you thought of the first five games. All right, so 3-2 and two after five. All right, you don't yeah. take that. There's the thing I love about uh, Roberto is he feels like there, there's really a home field advantage out there. In, uh, in Vegas. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Everybody showed up to games last year, uh, to uh, those games. Huh? What yeah. was it, a 14% no-show or something like that something to uh, Raider like games? Yeah. Um, by the way, to your point, something you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago and talking about the quarterback-wide receiver thing, this is what's uh, amazing about people that are talking about you know the outrage of Tyreek Hill leaving the Kansas City Chiefs. If I were to ask you, who is the number one wide receiver in Kansas City right now? Is it, is it Juju Smith-Schuster? Is it McCole Hardman? Is it Valdez Scantling? Who would you call number one there if you had to? Um, Travis Kelsey. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, so that perfect point. I- would you rather have, if you were to ask somebody, All right, you can have one of two combinations, Patrick uh, Mahomes and Travis Kelsey or Tyree Kill and Tua. Which combination you take it? Oh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Not even close. Yeah. So I, I understand. Listen, Tyree Kill is a phenomenal talent. Uh, I, I like Tua. I, I think that's going to be interesting to watch how that plays out. But as long as you've got Patrick Mahomes, you're still in the conversation every single year. And you can go down the list of wide receivers who have left quarterbacks. I mean, you want to talk about Mike Wallace leaving Pittsburgh? How'd that work out? He got a big money contract. He left, went somewhere else. It was never the same. Greg Jennings left Aaron Rodgers. I like Greg Jennings. But when he went to Minnesota, it was never the same after that. You can go down the list. We've seen this happen over and over again. If you've got the quarterback, more often than not, you're going to be fine. You can figure out the wide receiver position. I, yeah. I, I, I just mean, I don't buy that's it. why I keep going back to if if you're Kansas City in this situation and and you're looking at how do we sustain our success it, it's all about just continuing to build around around Patrick Mahomes and, yeah. and they looked at it and they said for the amount of money that Miami's willing to pay Tyreek Hill and that's great like go get your money you know he, he's helped us win a Super Bowl right we've had success but for the amount of money that he's going to make we can do more with less. We can bring in Speed and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who takes the top off of defense. We can sign a possession receiver and a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster who's motivated to come in on a one-year deal to try to do something, right? Then we can go draft guys like Sky Moore who can do a bunch of stuff for us out of Western Michigan who can kind of match with Miko Hardman and being like a gadget player. They've got a wide receiver in Justin Ross who, look, the medical on him is not great. I mean, it literally, his career could end at any point due to some of the medical concerns. But if he can be what he showcased at times at Clemson, he's going to be the steal of the entire draft. And he wasn't even drafted. He was signed as a free agent. That's how dire his, his medical circumstances are. But if he can play, like, he could be a scary addition to this team, and no one's talking about it. 
So I, I just I, I like where the, the Chiefs are at. It's still Patrick Mahomes. It's still Andy Reid. There's a lot to believe in there. Uh, by the way, uh, one last uh, question for you on the AFC West. Obviously, uh, Russell Wilson, um, you know, he begins his Broncos career in the regular season at Seattle. So he's going to be there. Yeah. It's Monday Night Football. Well, he's not going to be emotional, season. though, about it. Well, know? yeah, he's not going to be emotional. So here's the question I got for you. All right. Does he fake cry during the yeah. game? Yeah. Not during the game. Not during the game. Okay, but do you think in introductions? All right. Yeah. Like in, in all the introductions, like now, do you think um, like when they show the graphics in Seattle of Russell Wilson's time with the Seahawks, do you think that they'll put up the four teams that he'd be willing to accept a trade to like a year ago or so? Like, I, I think, think the better question is, are they going to pull a New England Patriots where they don't really have like a, a big show of appreciation right. for him, even though he went to two Super Bowls and won one there? And I think it's the most prolific quarterback in their their organization's history. <laughs> But are they are they just gonna do like a quick little vignette or like a maybe just a sign on the billboard that just says thank you Russ or something like that? Yeah. Or 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 do they do an actual like all out nice like hey welcome back uh, thank you for everything you did like where they actually show some appreciation unlike anything the Patriots did for Tom Brady. See and and, and also I mean if they really want to turn this up a notch because this is the debut on Monday Night Football of uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman uh, so uh, so ESPN uh, who you know uh, added uh, those two guys this off season. Do you think they show? So let me just paint the picture for you. So they just show this kind of the smoke. They show some of the rain because Seattle's known for rain. And then you just see this number three Seahawks jersey. And all of a sudden they pull back and it says Locke on the back. And they gave his number to Drew Locke. Do you think that would be the move? Like if they really wanted to be petty about Russell Wilson's decision to leave? I mean, are they going to surprise that on people? I don't know. Is Drew Locke currently wearing number three? I don't know. I I tried to look it up, but I couldn't. I couldn't find it. Wi-Fi issues. You know how that works here. Uh, Some uh, some Wi-Fi issues. Like, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think he's wearing two. <laughs> right. Well, oh. you know, it'd be better uh, if he wore number three. That would. I think there's the, a better uh, chance that they would retire Russell Wilson's jersey. Yeah. Than, that's than a good give point. out the number three to Drew yeah, Lock. That's a yeah. good point. Uh, but yeah, he's he's number two. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that it sounds like you did that that idea just uh, which, which took, would not took would a not two. be well. That's because you know you just did it on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, speaking of two, uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. The things you learn on this year. You probably didn't know you were going to discover what Drew Locke's number was on the Seahawks. Speaking Whoa, of which, wow. uh, with prices soaring at the pump, Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Limitations apply. Alright, so we've got some fighting words, some trash talk, and somebody in the world of football is still pissed off. We'll get into it right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, Coming up uh, later on this hour, uh, it is the return. It is the return, uh, a reunion of sorts in the NFL. We will have that for you here uh, a little over 20 minutes from now on FSR. So um, Justin Thomas, who won the the PGA Championship over the weekend, which was clearly the lead story, not a uh, disastrous finish for uh, Miko Pereira. Um, at all, or Mito Pereira, correct, uh, correct me. Uh, correct, yeah. Uh, what what, what, what I, was interesting about it, though, before you go into your deal, yeah. is like what Justin Thomas came back from normally would be if not for an epic collapse. And one of the funniest things that came out of it yesterday was he actually mentioned a shot that and – th- and this is like the, the, the misconception that we have with professional golfers – Like, guys on the PGA Tour are the best in the world. Justin Thomas is one of the best in the world. We think that they never hit a bad shot. And it's because when you look at how they actually produce a golf tournament, they never show bad shots 
unless those shots occur, you know, toward, with a final group or on the final day. And so he showed on a par five a shot that, like, everyone can relate to. Like, it was the most relatable thing about Justin Thomas that is one of the reasons why it makes him so likable is he showed a shot that literally, like, you could go out to any golf course around the country, in the world, and you will find probably 20 golfers hit that same exact shot. And he just got, he said, like, look, man, like, you can hit a shot like this, and you can be on a par three hitting your third shot from 105 yards and not having suffered a penalty stroke. It's a humbling experience, but keep believing yourself, and you can win a, a major championship. It was like it was a moment where I was like, "This is why this guy is so likable." I wish there was more. I, I don't know. I guess attention brought to the fact that he came back from down seven strokes, but it, it was an epic collapse. Uh, that was more of the story. Now, now was that the best shot that he took all weekend, or did he take a better shot uh, during the PGA Championship? Well, no, this was actually not a good shot at all. Okay, which is if you're listening, what okay. I was well, like, yeah, it was, but it was I'm asking you. Shot. All right, so yeah. the most uh, most well known yeah. shot that he took this weekend would be what? Would, would it be that, or would it be what he said about? It'd Jimbo be a shot Fisher? of Jimbo Fisher. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right, so here was uh, Justin Thomas. JT is a call him from people that act like they know him and are on a, a good nickname basis with the guy uh, here he was uh, talking about uh, the Texas A&M coach by the way uh, Justin Thomas uh, an Alabama alum Nick Saban has a 24 hour rule mm-hmm. how long is the Justin Thomas celebrate the PGA championship rule yeah I got a 24 hour rule um yeah, maybe I'm not sure what Jimbo Fisher's rule is, but I guess he's got to win something first before he figures out his rules. Oh. Um, it's just great. More and more people starting to come out of the woodwork to uh, to take some shots at uh, Jimbo Fisher. More and it, it, more. It is interesting how like. <laughs> I mean, Steve Spurrier, who's got yeah. no dog in the fight, kind of comes out. It's like, I don't really see the problem with it. I mean, I don't even know if people are coming out in defense of Nick Saban so much. Is more of just, like, Jimbo Fish, who came out so emotional, so adamant about it. And it's like, dude, come on. Like, like, let's be real about this. No one's taking shots at the players. Like, his first words were, how it was disrespectful to players and their family. No, that, that wasn't the point of any of it. It's so that's not the point of the issue, but this will have some legs for quite some time. And I mean, it it literally is as it run the course of you know the, the past five days or so. So this is uh, this is from Sunday night. So this was aired Sunday night. Now they recorded this interview with Jimbo on Friday evening. So this was after his whole uh, you know the, the the stuff he was saying about Nick Saban. Now uh, that came out on Thursday. Like this is Friday. So they talked to Jimbo Fisher on Friday night, and this aired on Sunday. He sat down with uh, KSAT12's Greg Simmons uh, there in Texas, and. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you you tell me what you think of the uh, back and forth here, but it sounds like somebody's a little shook. I keep saying this about recruiting, and I just researched this. Of the 11 guys we have in, in placing that came early, one guy has an NIL deal. Really? Yes. Just one? Just one. So all these stories you're hearing are complete lies. What is all this dust up about then? Great point. I've just got to ask you, were you shocked that this came up? Because you just told me you only had one. I said that about a while ago. It's like, that's why I made the original one back in February when they said we had $35 million in the thing. That's, that's, that's all false. It was written on social media, so everybody believes it. And you got news channels believing it. Hey, big people believing it. And you believed it. Well, and Nick Saban believed it, obviously. Well, he's not news. You're news. You're media. Do you guys not research? Just hold on. I ain't getting into this. Oh, no, no, no. I, I understand. But I just want to... Is this change... It's because social media and media put it out. I got it. Mm-hmm. 
Does, does, you believed it. You just asked me. Sure. Does that change anything? What's it change? N nothing just changed in the beginning. Truth. What's the truth? Nobody wants the truth. You want a story and a click and a hit. See, I threw you off your game right now. Well, no. you're, off, you're off your game. You're out of questions. <laughs> not, definitely not out of questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so how does that change the... It doesn't change the, anything. Because I know the truth. And I've always known the truth. That's why... I, then that's why would why he I, make that accusation? have to ask him. Again. Uh, just let me handle it. Why would he make that accusation, though? If, if it's why did you why did you make that accusation? I didn't make any accusations. I don't know. You have to ask him. Has he apologized to you at all? No, we haven't talked. And would you accept his public apology? I said we're not talking. But he publicly apologized. Do you accept that? I didn't read it. I don't read social media. Do you think this is a somewhat of a snapshot of a bigger picture problem? I have no idea. When it comes to the NIL? I have no idea. NIL wasn't a problem. Why are the Aggies so good at this? In other but words, we're not. Oh, you, really? You don't think you guys are more organized and more no. than any other university? Mm -mm. You don't think that would not have been somewhat of a motivation of why he did what he did? I don't know. You have to ask him. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that sounds like a man who, I, I don't know, maybe he's walking some of the back. I mean, you, you can't have it both ways, Jimbo. <laughs> you can't have a, a number one recruiting class. And at the time, let's just full disclosure here. Uh, the, the the platformer collective, or at least what was being talked about, was something called Amplify, which was it's a local exchange. It's a free service to the student athletes and businesses uh, to have this customized portal. And you can go and look this up. It's on Texas A&M's site, but it's it's a free portal where you could connect student athletes with businesses, and they can do these NIL deals and. You know, that is it's all above board. It's all legal. There's a partnership with a company called Influencer where they go online and that's the, the platform they use to make sure they disclose and basically do this deal. I mean, their athletic director, Ross Bork, I mean, he's uh, he, he's signed off on this. He's talked about it. So I have no idea. I mean, no idea why, you know, they would try or why he would try to walk that back because it's one of two things. Either you gave a bunch of false promises to these players that they would have NIL deals and they now don't, which keep an eye on this, if that's the case. If I was Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, US, any other school, Notre Dame, I would start plucking, trying to pluck away those kids. 100%. Like if they don't have the deals you, you said they were going to have, right? Of the 11 guys that came away, one had it. Okay, then the other 10 are up for grabs, aren't they? Like, isn't that the world we're living in right now? So I just I find it interesting that he would make this sort of comment and walk it back when it's public knowledge. You can go look it up. They've got an exchange. They've got a platform for this. There's nothing that stops a business owner, a, a Texas A&M alum, from doing a collective or excuse me, an NIL deal through their exchange with a student athlete. Nothing stops them from doing that. So the reality is I don't know why he's being so defensive about it. I, I think he realizes that. He's frustrated that what he's done on the field has not equated to success yet, and it's been more about recruiting. And, and, and look, maybe their success will come. Who knows? But right now, as it currently stands, I'm not betting on them. I'm not betting on them overcoming Alabama like Georgia did. You know, I think when it's all said and done, you're still going to see it's Alabama and Georgia at the top of the SEC. When somebody's that sensitive and when somebody is that outraged by even like, look, Greg Simmons was doing his job. He was just asking him questions. And then Jimbo's like, well, you're making accusations. And then he's like, well, uh, you know, yeah, it's because social media stirred it up. And then later on, he says, well, I don't read social media. 
Dude, when you're that all over the place and you're that sensitive, it's for a reason. And and I don't know if it's because maybe he's heard some criticism about his ability to recruit uh, prior, but it's not like he broke any rules here. I mean, th- th- there was no rule against using NIL at the time. Now, they can go back and say, well, you know, uh, retroactive. If anything happened in the last year that's really egregious, then we'll go back and we'll take a look at it. To me, when everyone was talking about Nick Saban and, oh, this is a bad look for Nick Saban, I think this is a worse look for Jimbo Fisher. The fact that this is multiple times, this is now the third time he's had an outburst like that this offseason. Remember when he went after and he made comments because Lane Kiffin and company were talking about his NIL stuff back in February and he was outraged by it? And we talked about it at the time and said, Dude, you didn't break any rules. Why are you so sensitive about it? Like they're just pointing out that you had an advantage that other schools didn't have at the time and you guys had all your ducks in a row at the time and good for Texas A&M and Jimbo Fish is a part of it. And now he lays into Nick Saban the way he did. And of course, everybody in the media runs on Jimbo's side because they're so tired of being the doormat to to Nick Saban and Alabama all these years. And now he has this outburst with with a reporter who's just asking him simple questions to the point to where he's telling his SID to shut up in the background so that he can finish talking for himself. He's sensitive for a reason, because he knows it's a bad look, and because he knows if you do a little bit of digging, maybe we're going to find out some secrets about how this whole thing went down. And, and by the way, most sports information directors, which is an SID, they're speaking up to defend you, to help you, because clearly what you're portraying is not the messaging you want to get out. And when you're doing an interview in the state of Texas, like (laughs) this is friendly fire, right? This is just someone who's doing their job. They're curious about the comments. You should be able to talk and and be able to defend anything that's been said in the past or or present now about NIL. If you're doing everything above board, (laughs) if you have all your ducks in the world, you should be able to talk about it freely. To talk about whatever you want, to, we want to say about a collective or what's happening, and all that. Even though you know there has to be independent operations of it, you should be able to talk about it. And and he's just getting emotional because I think he realizes <laughs> this is going to be that point where he's put himself on an island. Like Jimbo Fisher has put himself on an island, not only in the SEC but in college football. And unfortunately, I don't think history is going to be kind to him. I think they're going to struggle. And, you know, you could eventually see a parting of waves, not saying this year or anything like that, but if they never, with the resources they've provided, equate to winning the SEC West division, if that still stands, depending on what the SEC does, or winning SEC championship, winning a national championship – I think they'll end up parting ways after all this. And this is kind of that the beginning of what could be the end. Oh, man. Could you imagine, to your point, if Nick Saban ended up poaching like two or three of those players who jumped to go to Texas A&M because of an NIL deal at the end of all this? Oh, my God. What, what, a, uh, what a way to wrap that whole thing up. By the way, your brother-in-law, Brady, uh, Jack Johnson, a defenseman for the Colorado Avalanche, yeah. uh, they are the favorite. To win the Stanley Cup right now, I know. To, I know. Uh, it's DraftKings. awesome. It's awesome. God, he's going to get a ring. Rolling right now. He's going to get a ring. I'm happy for him. It would be one of the greatest sports stories to me, at least in NHL history. I mean, when you look at his track record of how he got here, he's played a long time in, in the NHL. But to to make the team on a tryout, right, and then the odds of coming in right away, starting. 
contributing, and it just so happens to work out. It's obviously you hate to see someone get injured, but then he gets his opportunity first time, too, to step up last night, played really well, but played his 1,000th game this season, which is such a rarity yeah. in, 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 in the NHL. And then to then get a cup out of all of it, like it would just be an incredible, incredible deal for him. I'm, I'm really happy for him, obviously, clearly clearly rooting for him. And uh, how many times has he been hit in the face of the puck in his career? Uh, at least three times this year. So for all those who want to, who want to like root for someone too, who's got hit in the puck or hit in the face with a puck three times, he literally at, at one point looked like the Joker. He had, he, had, he had stitches on the left and right side of his face from getting hit with a puck. Oh, man, that that is, uh, that is wonderful. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up next, we've got a reunion in the world of football. we got a reunion. What does it mean? We'll get into it right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, there's a uh, a team, they were a playoff team in the NFL last year, and based on a uh, news item that came out yesterday, they may not be a playoff team this upcoming season. And they're a good football team. We will get into that for you here uh, in a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Nugenics. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated marketing. Text message consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, you can now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling free testosterone booster brand at GNC. Text 2PROS to 231-231. Uh, before we get into this reunion in the NFL, are you going to have uh, an update on the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial in the BQ News next hour? Mm, I don't know. Maybe maybe in the next couple of days. We'll see. We were talking about it yesterday, Berto and I. How long is this trial? I mean, I want to say it's it's actually working into the the final week or the last uh, week. Six or so weeks already. What what's yeah. taken so long to find out? I mean, did she like cut his finger off and abuse him? Like, what takes? so I don't long know. It, it all feels like it's uh, it's just for fun. By the way, it's just for fun. Uh, it does. By, by the way, I was uh, I went down the wormhole of looking into Texas a and and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> and in regards to it, um, they also have a collective called The Fun. Uh, but it hasn't been publicly announced, but it was confirmed by their athletic director in an interview. Um, basically, it's a bunch of boosters helping student-athletes with NIL. But I, I think uh, Texas A&M has decided to, you know, maybe not as – you know, far make it as, as public, even though they will eventually have to with their athletes for disclosures, compliance, and uh, filing for taxes, all those good things. <laughs> it's so. just so funny because Jimbo Fisher has opened himself up to be a running joke whenever Texas A&M goes on the road because some of those fan bases in the SEC are heartless bastards, and they are going to go after him and make him make him well aware of how terrible he sounds this offseason. Like, he's going to get it now. So Jimbo's opened himself it's up just- Despicable. Yeah, well, despicable this. Slice uh, bread. Let me find out where it comes from. <laughs> it just, you way. better win. That's all it is. is, is if you're going to come out this emboldened or adamant about certain things, like you better win. Yeah. That's all you can really say at this point. And we got writers who, who have said it and done it off slice bread. <laughs> was that from February? Was that the one from February? Yeah, guy, some some guy on a chat room <laughs> called Slice Bread or something. By the way, yeah. the guy said three meltdowns in three months. Like literally three meltdowns over NIL in three months. Like why are you so over, over sensitive about the topic? Right? Like uh, does any does anybody think that those players would have chosen Texas A and M if not for something they were promised uh, from a financial standpoint? 
Of course, like the idea that oh, they just happen to be a really good recruiting team this year. Like uh, just when this has never happened before, it just it doesn't make sense. I don't know why he's being so sensitive about it. Uh, by the way, uh, congratulations, uh, your guy, BDN, big. You fill in the blank, Nick Foles uh, is back. Uh, he is with the Indianapolis Colts, a reunion with Frank Reich. How about it? Uh, Nick Foles is back, ladies and gentlemen. He is back with Frank Reich, and the Indianapolis Colts have found their backup quarterback. So if Matt Ryan does get injured, if anything happens, don't worry about it. The Colts are going to a Super Bowl based on Nick Foles <laughs> being their backup there. Well, and, and then being partnered with Frank Reich. Yes. Uh, could you imagine, though? If that happens the year after Carson Wentz leaves. Oh, my God. I just – part of me wonders, too, of Jim Irsay, knowing the way the, the Nick Foles era in Philly impacted Carson Wentz, wasn't like, man, we need a backup. Hey, go call Nick Foles. That's a great point. Uh, I, 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 wouldn't mind, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind throwing him in a little extra <laughs> money after that. going through last year with Wentz and him not getting the vaccine. <laughs> you know, screw that guy. Go, go sign Nick Foles. We'll see how it feels about that. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah, that is probably a Jim Irsay move. Uh, Carson Wentz was interviewed recently, and he said uh, that he was surprised by some of the comments from Jim Irsay, that he thought uh, they were on good terms, but uh, you know things sort of fell apart there late in the season. But uh, that is a good point. I mean, and Nick Foles is only 33. He seems like he's been in the NFL for 15 years. Like, it's just like, what what a wild career he's had. Uh, but at least it worked out in Chicago. You know, at least at least that worked out. That was a fun little experiment there by uh, Ryan Pace and company. But uh, Nick Foles uh, in Indianapolis, uh, backing up uh, Matt Ryan there, gets a two-year deal. Now, is this actually a two-year deal or probably just a one-year deal if they want to walk away from it afterwards? Yeah, they could walk away after one year. I, I mean, mean the, the reality is you want him, you know, under two years because – you know, if Matt Ryan gets hurt and he comes in and wins you a Super Bowl, then he's going to be looking for all sorts of money, and he might find himself in a similar position to you know what he was in Philly. What so. a bizarre career he's had. It really, it really is. Like I, I don't know that I can recall another career like his. To where he came in, he had that uh, that twenty-seven and two touchdown interception year with uh, with Chip Kelly. Then he sorts of falls apart. Then he ends up in St. Louis with the Rams. Um, then he goes back to Philadelphia, almost on the verge of retirement. Ends up winning a Super Bowl as a backup. Then he gets that big money contract in Jacksonville. Then he gets paid again by Chicago. Now he's backing up Matt Ryan. What the hell kind of career is that? Uh, it's been crazy. I mean, that's the only way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, how much do you care about it, to be honest with you? Like, how much uh, do, you, do you care about it? Not enough to get fined. Okay, very good. Yeah. Uh, all right, hour three next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.